Welcome back to another episode of The Loyalists, uh, another preview pod, but Jake, we have some news. What's up? Lay it on me. So this Sunday, um, our friends at Misconduct Tavern uh, in Philadelphia, the location on JFK Boulevard, 1801 JFK Boulevard to be exact, have reached out to us and graciously offered us some space at the North London Derby watch party. Uh, So we will be there. Uh, We will be raffling off a Champions League ball in honor of Arsenal's demolition of PSV midweek. And Uh we will be watching the Arsenal beat uh, the losers at Tottenham Hotspur. And it will be strictly Arsenal fans, so I cannot emphasize this enough. If you are not an Arsenal fan, do not come to this event because it will be just red and white everywhere, uh, and you will not be admitted. So I can't. What if you're going? What if you're going to root for Arsenal? What? If you're going to root for Arsenal, like say I'm a Chelsea fan, but I want to root for Arsenal on that day. This you shouldn't be there. Only real Arsenal fans will be there. Um, Arsenal Philadelphia will be there. It's going to be absolutely electric. Uh, cannot wait to be there. And thank you again to Misconduct for having us. Uh, I recommend the chicken tenders. They are unbelievable. Uh, they will absolutely make your day. Um, also, if you have a significant other, bring them. Unbelievable brunch options. Uh, this isn't just a dude fest. Uh, a lot of women will be there. So bring your significant other. Bring your wag, as they say over the pond. Um, absolutely worth the time, the brunch options are fantastic. Chicken tenders, unbelievable. And a little birdie told me they they do have a Bud Light special on Sundays. So you know I will be partaking in that. That sounds like a great time. I'm glad that we're going to be there. Um, yeah, I can confirm the brunch is spectacular there. And honestly, why, why just limit it to the wives and girlfriends? What I mean, if you got a hinge date that you're just not sure about, what better spot than just the the heat of the moment? You're I fully agree. authentic, fully I authentic agree. experience. Uh, that that way, you know, you know, you get all that out of the way. You know, all the awkwardness. It's like, do they like me? Do they not? If they like you after this experience, that's the one. They don't have to love you. They just have to love Martin Odegaard. That's all they have to do. Oh, 100%. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I'm excited. So make sure you come out to Misconduct Bar, root for Arsenal, uh, cheer them on while they play at the Emirates and take on Tottenham Hotspur this Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern. All right. With that thank being you, said. Thank you very yeah, much. Thank you, Misconduct. Thank you, Misconduct. We can't wait. Um, with that being said, I got to cook here for a second. Give it to him. I want to start with this. Uh, Sam and I try to be pretty objective and unbiased most of the time. Uh, Our goal for this podcast is that it's enjoyable and appealing to fans from every team in the Prem, uh, as well as new fans of world soccer. We're trying to bring people into the sport. But we have this platform, and I feel that I'd be doing a disservice to my fanhood as an Arsenal fan by not making a quick statement. I feel so lucky and blessed to be a fan of this football club. There were times for years 
in the last decade that honestly I never ever thought I would say that again. But watching those lads on Wednesday afternoon gave me a glimpse into the vision that Arteta has had for this team since he took charge nearly four years ago. I genuinely believe that this team that I've rooted for since I was 10 years old and started watching professional soccer, pretty much since it became available in the States, I think they're the most fun team to watch and root for in the entire world at this moment. I constantly on Twitter see what's going on in Manchester through my friends um, with United. I see what's happened to Chelsea. I watched a clip today of Chelsea smashing Aston Villa by six goals in 2010, 13 years ago. Uh, And I just stopped and thought to myself how sad it is what's happened to that club, like objectively as just a soccer fan. uh, I used to fear them um, and more than anything, like actually respect them as a club, but that's totally gone now. Um, But it just makes me feel like way more proud to be a supporter of this special, special club. Uh, I I don't think there's enough moments in life. um, Some people might think it's stupid, but where the teams that you spend time, money, energy, raw emotion all the time rooting for, for months out of every year, remind you exactly why you do that. And Wednesday was one of those moments for me. Back in the Champions League for the first time in six years, under the lights at the Emirates with a squad that seriously feels like they could win the whole damn thing. Um, It was just a culmination of everything that Mikel has been building since he got here. And I honestly could not love this team anymore. And just want to say that and thank God that we aren't playing on fucking Thursdays anymore. My God. So beautifully put. Unbelievable. I, I love Mikel Arteta so fucking much. He's so handsome. He's so smart tactically. He has the boys playing so much better than I could have ever dreamed of. And watching them, it's better than Prime Barcelona. Honestly, it's more direct. (laughs) It feels better. Trossard's unbelievable. Odegaard is out of this world. David Rea plays wherever the hell he wants on a football pitch. And I am addicted to watching them. I legitimately cannot wait until Sunday. The Emirates is going to be a fucking zoo. It's going to be unbelievable. We are going to absolutely maul that team. I respect what they've been doing, and they are a likable team. Sam and I were talking about uh, off offline um, how frustrating it was. It is that they're so likable, and they're supposed to be our rivals. Um, but... We're going to smash that team. Um, I think, I genuinely think uh, the performance on Wednesday was not only the fact that Arteta was like, we're back in Champions League football. This is what we've been working towards, like make a statement. I think they've heard the noise that it's like this team isn't as good as they were last year. And it's very clear because that was, if you have been watching them, every bit of quality that was there last season is still there. They just haven't been scoring as many goals and winning by as much as much as they were at their peak last season. So I think they heard that, and it was just a statement win against a PSV team that hadn't lost in 26 matches. So I, w- I was so proud that day to be an Arsenal fan. I still am, and I, I just love this team. We're going places. This is the I, year. Why not us? They just – they make me – this team makes me feel things that I have 
only felt once in sports, and that was when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, legitimately. They are just so much better than I could have ever dreamed of. On their day, when at they're at their best, they're better than City. They just are. And I know people are going to be mad that I said that, but they are better than City on their day, and I'm fully convinced of that. And I'm so ready to beat City in the fucking league and to beat them in the fucking Champions League this season too. I cannot wait. It's our year. Why not us? It is our year, baby. Just wanted to just wanted to you know promote our team and which they deserve. I think um, like I said, we're trying to be objective. We're trying to uh, make this enjoyable for all fans, but sometimes you got to to your own horn a little bit and they deserve it. Well deserved. Um, Absolutely. But that being said, you want to you want to go over before we preview the games. Um, you want to go over the Champions League uh, big results? Sure. Uh, let's talk. We already talked on, about Arsenal four nothing performance, absolutely dominant. Goals by Trossard, Jesus, Odegaard, and Saka started the game. Oh, and Bukayo, obviously. Uh, the boy that got us here. Uh, very dominant performance. Um, all the goals were very well worked besides the first goal, besides Saka's goal. Uh, just a nice rebound, honestly. Very lovely finish, but um, they were all over them. Uh, Saka specifically gave our boy uh, Serginho Dest, uh, had him in an absolute blender for the entire game. Um, yeah. Odegaard was out of this world. No one really touched him or got near him. Uh, I think he, that was the best I've ever seen him play. He may have had six assists in that game uh, in a different world. He was unbelievable. Trossard with a goal and an assist. The goal was just so classy. Um, First time finish. The assist just picking out Jesus. Just just placing it on his foot from uh, 35 yards. Must be nice to be able to do that. Um, He was fantastic. Jesus just... uh, Jesus is starting against Tottenham. Uh, There's no doubt about that. We talked about this. He's just a different level. Rice was really good. Rhea was in his bag. Saliba is world-class. So, yeah, I know we've talked about Arsenal a lot, but it's well-deserved. Uh, I, I I watched the highlights. I mean, I watched the full game while it was live, of course. Had to stop what I was doing uh, midday and hear the Champions League anthem at the Emirates again. but. Um, I watched the highlights a couple times just because sometimes it's nice to have some free dopamine, you know, without needing any drugs or anything like that. And um, it's eight minutes of just Arsenal being bullies. Like it was not even close. Like there's maybe three PSV chances in that. And that's being generous. Um, We were all over them. Odegaard's finish was the icing on the cake. It was perfect. He's his out his shooting. I don't know if there's two better players in his position in the world. Certainly aren't. Totally agree. All right, I'll keep going through these games. I know we keep going back to Arsenal. It's hard not to. Uh, Milan Newcastle zero zero. Uh, both of us loved Milan in that game. Uh, I'm just gonna be honest. Milan were dominant <laughs> in this game. They weren't. They were better in every aspect of this game besides the scoreline. They fully dominated this game. Completely unlucky to not win. 
if I'm Newcastle, I'm feeling a little worried about the squad so far. They looked out of their depth. Uh, Milan really ran rampant on them. So 0-0, it's a good scoreline to get when you don't play well. But long term, I'd feel really uncomfortable. Uh, other notable scores, uh, PSG beat Dortmund 2-0. Uh, two really, well, one was a pen, but the other was a really nice uh Nice goal by Hakimi. I don't, I'm not sure if you saw it. Uh, yeah, beautiful. It's really nice to have a right back that's classy enough to have a goal like that. Uh, it was delicious. Well done by them. Man City 3-1. Uh, Jake, I hate to say it, but I was right about Holland. My guy is in a little bit of a slump. I saw the match rating. I think he had a 4.9. Dude, I... I'm feeling a little worried. I'm feeling a little worried. I'm feeling a little worried. He's losing some confidence, missing some sitters. The city fans are getting upset. Um, five oh five oh and oh in the league, but vulnerable. If Holland's not going to be at his best, I it's all about confidence when you're a striker. You can have just a moment of weakness that can just leak into your game and kind of get into your head a little bit, and I feel like that's what may have happened. We'll see this weekend. But um, they ultimately won 3-1, so it doesn't matter. Uh, And then uh, the coolest result, Lazio won, Atletico Madrid won. You saw this, right? Yeah. Yep. When a goalkeeper scores a goal, it is one of – it's like hitting the lottery. It's unbelievable. Uh, You you see it happen – uh, an unbelievable finish to his credit. Um, just a fantastic really nice. run and really great positioning. I know it. It was dare I say clinical. Um, Ivan Provedel also is his name. Um, Atletico looked good. I watched the first half of that game um, in Spanish, might I add. So just adding a little flair to the the entire experience. So. Um, that finished 1-1. Uh, Atletico will be very upset about that. Uh, I would say... Yeah. Go ahead. The only uh, only cooler one uh, of late recent history was when Allison scored to win it against West Brom. Oh, that was ago. sick. You're right. Good shout. That was a good shout. Um, other notable games. Barcelona 5-0 against Antwerp. Boring. Uh, Real Madrid 1-0 against Union Berlin. Ooh. Saw some whispers online that Real Madrid were very vulnerable in that game, so that's something to monitor. Um, something and- to monitor. Something to monitor is I love Jude and I think he's class, but all of his goals just seem Tap like garbage pickups. In, yep, like garbage pickups right in front of the goal, like where the goal is like on his heels. Well, Jake, uh, I love Jude. Go ahead. I do love Jude. He's like one of my like favorite English midfielders of all time that I've watched because I I heard all the hype and I was doubtful, you know, why would I be doubtful of an English player who's getting hype? I don't know. Crazy. Sue me. Um, But I heard all the hype and I don't watch a ton of Dortmund games again. Sue me. Um, But watching the, (laughs) watching the world cup last year, I was like, this guy is everything to this team. And he's really confident and really young and really impressive when you watch him for a full game. So all that to say, I like the guy, but these goals, they're not all they're cracked out to be. If you're just reading Fabrizio's tweets and saying like best midfielder in the world, all this stuff, 
go check it out for yourself because it's a little bit it's a little bit wild when you see it. Um, every time I check it out and watch the highlights of a game, I'm like that was just I probably could have did that. People keep accusing Fabrizio of getting paid by teams to put out reports. Um, I think he may be getting paid by the English FA because my guy can't stop tweeting about Jude Bellingham having tappins. Um, can can we just can we take a deep breath? Can can we all can we relax once for once? An English player can we <laughs> chill out? An English player is playing well. Can it not be like the second coming of Christ? Can we can we relax a little bit? Um, Listen, it's never been a problem before. No, a, uh, an English midfielder playing well and then totally dipping out of form. It's never happened, so I don't know what you're talking about. Definitely not. Um, other Deli Ali screaming from Deli Ali screaming from hell right now. <laughs> uh, other notable games: Sevilla drew with Len, so that was interesting. And Real Sociedad drew one-one with Inter, and that's all the notable games, right? There's no one else that played. Don't Does anyone else come to mind? Come on. Don't be that. Don't be mean. What, who else? Oh, Did someone God. else play? Yeah, Bayern played. Small oh, Bayern versus Manchester United. They played a mid-table side. It wasn't a big deal. Oh. I'm surprised they got it. Maybe it was a clerical error. <laughs> oh, man. It's uh, the scoreline. Oh, the scoreline. 4-3. <laughs> you hear the... You hear the... What... The United fans are saying, you score three past Bayern, you're unlucky to lose in the Allianz. I don't know if I'd call it luck, personally. Peter, Peter Schmeichel uh, said that post game on CBS, and I know there's a lot of talk about disinformation in the media lately. <laughs> Peter Schmeichel, what, dude, what are you talking about? I understand Onana led in a howler, but... There's no way you can try to justify that they were in that game. You just you can't stop it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every every pundit besides him was saying, and who did who did he play for? Oh, let me check. Uh, hold on. Oh, Manchester United. Wow. What a surprise. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for that fact check. Um, every other pundit was like. Yeah, they uh, Byron came out after halftime and didn't seem like they wanted to play anymore. I think they probably didn't. They probably saw what we've all been seeing from United this season and didn't think much of it because they didn't have to because they were up two 0 um, United get one back off a Hoyland finish that was fine, fine, and then uh, immediately Byron score again and then two weird Casemiro goals. Make it four three, um, fraudulent. Really, I don't. I wouldn't say Bayern were sweating. No, put it that way. Absolutely not. Hey Jake, um, do you think shot stopping is an important quality to have in a goalkeeper? What are your thoughts on that? I think we should sell out and prioritize. I think we should just play a defender, honestly, or a midfielder in goal. I agree because because we just need a quarterback that's gonna that's gonna ping balls and. Honestly, what else matters? We need a game manager. I, I totally agree. I just want to make sure that... So do you think that we were right in saying De Gea, getting rid of De Gea because he couldn't play out of the back um, while he was a world-class shot stopper? Do you think that that's something that has hurt United and will continue to hurt United? 
may have been important. Something to watch. He's uh, out of all keepers that have played six Premier League games or six games this season, he has let in the most goals. So um, that's 14, 14 goals in six games. Um, My goodness. Yeah, he, I don't know. We met uh, Inside Scoop um, while at the Arsenal United game. Um, Sam and I and our United friends, Evan and Kev, we met an Inter Milan fan and there were reports that they were interested in Onana at that point. They might've actually got him by then, um, late July. And we were like, what are you, what are you thinking? They're like, they got one of the best keepers in the world. So that's what they thought. Um, maybe, I mean, he's been solid on the ball, I guess, but like, boy, does he let a lot of goals in the net seems to be important so um i don't know hopefully i mean maybe there's a good keeper on the free agent market they could pick up maybe maybe that's that's a good shout um they should probably explore that option um yeah i I think that's a good shout it's it's always good to like make improve your squad at every position especially when you're not spending money just for the just for the content if they if they picked up to off off waivers boy we might have an emergency pod, so just oh, just keep an eye God. out. <laughs> I can't believe De Gea is still on the streets. I mean, justice hashtag justice for De Gea. Like, can we get that started? Because my yeah, God, I ta- yeah, I was talking to Kev about it, and he was saying that it's probably because of how high his wages were at United and what he's probably demanding with his agent and talks. But like, I don't know. Uh, I, I'd be surprised if by the end of the season he's not picked up by a solid team. Like, especially like. A prem team whose keepers underperforming, none come to mind, but um, I definitely think he's going to be picked up in the next couple months because he's still. I mean, he's great. He was great last season. He was the, he won the Golden Glove. If I know anything about United, I'm sure that they'll somehow blame this on the Glazers for not bringing back De Gea. Um, so <laughs> I'm excited this for that the, narrative. If not, it continues to underperform. Yeah, this is the Glazers' fault. I forgot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's all the big Champions League games. Um, I think um, Galatasaray, uh, from what I saw, could be on Fraud Watch. They kind of have, have a squad now. Like, they're starting 11. You look at it, and it's like it's an ultimate team dream. <laughs> like, <they're, laughs> they, they have a... They have a real crew, um, and Copenhagen just came in there, uh, ended with ten men, and gave them all that they could handle. Um, I mean, they had ten men after the seventy-third minute, uh, but still, um, it took two eightieth-minute-plus goals once Copenhagen was on ten men um, for Galatasaray to even get a point out out of that game. So, might be on fraud watch. Um, we'll, we'll keep monitoring that. Uh, I know we love them, but Milan also could be on fraud watch because how do you not score a goal in that game? That was crazy to me. The, and expected, it was goals, the expected goals were nonsense. Um, I'll have to find it, but it was bad. Like, really, really bad. Um, I'll it's find our, it. It's, our, it's in our group chat. Yeah, um, but that's, uh, that's all there was. Um, to note, um, we got another round of Champions League games 
starting October 3rd. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll preview that in a week and a half once it's upon us. But looking ahead right now, um, biggest games are Porto-Barcelona, Newcastle-PSG. That's going to be fun to watch. And uh, Man City-Leipzig-Holland against his old club. Dortmund-Milan, uh, Napoli-Real Madrid. That's probably the best game of the week of that match week. So um, we'll we'll keep tabs on that as it approaches. But um, want to move into the match week six? Nothing would make me happier, dude. Did you uh did you get those expected goals or no? Uh no, not yet because hard chat is very active. Yeah, we talk way too much. It's a problem. I know. I know. Um, um Oh, here it is. So, AC Milan 2.34, Newcastle 0.18. Um solid solid showing. Yeah, vintage uh vintage Vegas game. Um I did call that. I did kind of call that. You did. You absolutely did. Vintage Vegas performance. Um, you're gonna have to find me the Onana stat uh, when we preview United later. So just get. Ready I think for it's that. okay. I think it's in our, my DMs with you, uh, but I will. Um, let's get into okay, the games. So let's do it. Uh, so starting on Saturday morning, no Friday games this week. We have City Nottingham Forest. That. I hate that. I Tomorrow we should have a game. I can't stand I it. It's frustrating, but I think it's. I think it happens. Well, I was gonna say I think it happens when Champions League starts up, but then again, like, there's plenty of teams that aren't in that, so they definitely should. Um, Shout out Chelsea. Whatever. Shout out Chelsea. I, I was gonna say that, but didn't want to <laughs> be too harsh. Um, but we got Man City Forest, uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday. Spoiler alert, not going to give a sprinkle. I think I'm done with that against City. <laughs> um, I, think I'm, I think I'm holding up the white flag on that one. Um, I'll, I'll do my sprinkle elsewhere or I'll, I'll let Sam do it for the week, but uh, I don't want to be hurt like that anymore. I get enough sadness from City continuing to get acquire points. I don't think I need to um, lose money at the same time, so... Just gonna make a PSA that 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 we're done with that. Listen, sometimes you gotta just take your sprinkle and go home. It's okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Then we got Fulham uh, playing Crystal Palace um, away at Palace. We got Lewintown hosting Wolves. Um, we'll keep an eye on that one. For, you know uh, what our, that means? Our weekly fade of Lewin. <laughs> um, there's the Philly fade, and there's also the classic Lewin fade. Um, Philly fade costs money. Lewin town fade makes money. So uh, keep tabs on that one. Brentford Everton. Brentford. <laughs> Brentford hosting Everton. Um, Going to be revisiting that when we get to the parlay. Uh, Burnley hosting Manchester United at 3 p.m. on Saturday. That's an interesting time for a game. But, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, I feel some seats getting toasty. I feel some Ooh. seats getting a little warm. <laughs> we're on, we're officially on Toast Watch. Um, just just touching on United real quick. Um, what do you think Sancho's KD is in Call of Duty Warzone? Do you think he's like accepting applications for partners? I'm itching to find out. Um, I want to know if he's like starting a 
like in eighth grade when you had a clan. I was part of one. I was part of I was part of XGO, Extreme Gaming Online. Nothing was extreme about it. We just played Halo Forge all the time. Um, but I'm excited to see uh, Sancho's streaming career take off um, with the extra time that he's got on his hands. Yeah. I'd, I'd recommend you make sure you have like two screens set up for that three o'clock slate so you can watch Sancho's stream uh, and also Manchester United against Burnley. It's, it's important to have like d- dual screens for dual screens so you can watch both. Um, you know, you got to root for our boy Sancho. I don't normally do this and I kind of frown upon people that do, but I might set up a Twitch account to watch his streams. I might donate. Thanks for the dono, Jay Gibb. Oh. <laughs> If we start, if we start making money on this podcast, we are going to be the biggest Jaden Sancho stream contributors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great stuff! That's I cannot stuff. wait. I cannot. Burnley, wait. Man United. If they can't get a result at Burnley, who don't have any points, right? They don't have any points this season. Let me confirm that for us. Yeah, uh, they have one. They have one. They have a draw. If United can't get three points at Burnley, he might be out. He might be out next week. <laughs> okay. If Ten Hag goes out, who do they bring in? Ragnick's at the wheel. Um, they might. I mean, in the interim, probably Ola, right? Again. Um, after his crazy comments this week, um, in the interim, it's it's the biggest trope of every manager ever. They get fired from their job, and then they just talk about players they like wanted to sign. Uh, it's so annoying, and it drives me crazy. And it's always like very transparent what they're doing. Um, just trying to blame someone else besides them for the team underperforming. Lampard did it. Wenger did it. They they all do it. It's like they all do it, and it's so annoying. And for some reason, people like believe it. Like, um, and it's it just confuses me that people drink the Kool Aid on that. So yeah, when when Sam replaces me, um, you know, inevitably on this pod down the road, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I said we needed a studio. I said we needed better mics. We needed to invest in a camera you know i i said these things but it didn't matter you know i didn't have the support that i needed we're not owned by the glazers thankfully um if any owners are looking to pick up podcasters hit our line but um yeah no it's really frustrating wenger did the same thing i love him but it's just not necessary i know wenger signed like the entire like ballon d'or nominee list um i tried to sign every single person nominated for a ballon d'or um, yeah so annoying so stupid but uh, uh yeah this the seat's getting toasty I, I i don't i don't really think he would be out if they lost um but he might there's a chance um they'd probably make honestly uh they'd probably make a push for deserby that's that's my gut if they if they fire ten hog oh my god please please do it Please do it and then be like worse than Graham Potter. Please do that. Oh my God. The content would be unbelievable. Just keep it coming for us, Red Devils. Please. Please. Please keep feeding me. 
Uh, moving on to another embarrassment, embarrassing club at the moment. 9 a.m. Sunday, we got Chelsea Aston Villa. It's at Stamford Bridge. Any major thoughts on this game? I think I'm going to hold. I mean, should we just talk about angles? That can, we're I, mean, I mean, you you can go. I gave the sprinkle mid mid convo of the preview last time. So if you if you got something, you, you go right ahead. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Chelsea are disgraceful. I have no reason to believe that they're going to perform better. Um, I think Villa win this game, and I think they win it convincingly. I think they win it by a scoreline of 3-1. to one. Uh, So I am betting on Villa money line and over 3.5 goals, and that is plus 950. So that will be my sprinkle for this weekend. And Sam's got the sprinkle. We're not going to do too many sprinkles. I feel like too much sprinkling is irresponsible. Um, but Sam, uh, is, that's plus 950, I think. He said he found it under FanDuel specials, right? Not not as a yes. parlay. Yes. Yeah. And um, so it I, feels good. I don't hate it at all. Um, Aston Villa bounce back game, right? They just lost in Europa. I don't the Europa stuff for like Brighton and Villa both. Um, I discounted a little bit just because they've never been there. I think. Fair. Teams are just, you know, don't play to the level that they expect and are kind of going in blind with these games. Smaller uh, clubs like, like Villa and Brighton, it's nerve-wracking, I'm sure, for those guys. Yeah, like I, I can only European imagine. Football. They never, yeah. when they're signing with that club, they never think that they're going to be playing European football. So, um, yeah, I'm discounting that. I think Chelsea stink. And I have no reason to think that this is a bounce back spot for a Villa side that we talked about. They either drub or do the they either get drubbed or do the drubbing. So I I just think they smoke Chelsea this weekend. I love it. I love the pick. Uh, I think that's great value too for a team that we know it's going to be over somewhere or another. Hey, if Ten Hag goes, Pochettino may be available. Huge, something <laughs> to monitor. We're monitoring. We are monitoring. <laughs> Oh my God, the seats are getting so toasty, and it's only halfway through September—not even, uh, not even October yet. I can't wait. We got such a good season coming up, and then we got North London Derby at the same time at Misconduct. Be there, Logan Square, uh, at the Emirates. <sighs> it's gonna be a good one. Gonna be a good one. Uh, last time out, what was it? Our last time out at the Emirates, Arsenal put three past them. So looking for more of that. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, but if Chelsea or sorry, if Tottenham play this style of free flowing open, uh, football that big Ang has, uh, angled them towards this season, I think we're going to blow them out of the water and I think we're going to go right at them and not be afraid of them at all. Despite Hungman's son's best efforts saying they don't want to play us right now. I think we really do want to play them right now. And uh, I think there will only be one of us left undefeated um, Sunday at noon. And I think it'll be the Arsenal. I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. You know Mick, Super Mick Arteta is going to have that up on the board and be saying, come on, guys. You know that he's going to have that as bulletin board material. You know those guys are going to be jacked up. You know that stadium is going to be absolutely bumping for the North London Derby. So. I love the coming off that game. 
coming off that Champions League win, like I I don't even know how Tottenham go and try to give their best effort. Like it's the the atmosphere is going to be crazy. Um, notably this week, um, the uh, video of um, All or Nothing when Arteta brings out the light bulb it got went viral again. It was I was just smiling the whole way through. And when you bring light, gets energy and heat and passion. <laughs> <laughs> it's so freaking good, man. Oh, I love him. I love him the bits. He's a lunatic. I love him so much. You think we see Raya again? Because I think he's clear-cut the number one. I said this uh, on the review. Um, I said it's going to be interesting to see who we have. I said that uh, the water that Arteta threw on the fire following last week's game, uh, I didn't believe it, and I think Raya's the number one. I think we saw that in Champions League game, and I'd be surprised if it's Ramsdale. I'll say this. If Ramsdale doesn't play in this game, then it's Raya for a long time. Because that means they're not splitting reps. That means that he just prefers Raya. And, uh, I mean, I agree with it so far. I think this will be a better test for Raya. I'm sure he'll have to make one or two saves um, that are uncomfortable. Go for it. At the same time, how do you take out a keeper that's 5-0? and on like so far like or five goals we've scored five goals he's allowed zero like his goal differential is five that's what i'm trying to say that was tough um but (laughs) (laughs) how do you take him out when he hasn't conceded a goal yet i feel like uh arteta's well on his rights to keep him the only thing that bothered me uh was fans on twitter saying not sure i agree with this one mikhail uh after ramsdale did all that to get us here it's like he was the keeper last year. Yeah, he was our number one, and he did help us at times, especially like you you point to moments like that Liverpool game, his you know incredible performance in the second half. But he also hurt us many times. Like you start whoever's the best on that day, and that's what Arteta did, and proved to be the right decision. Uh, if you um, if if you're not sure, go back and watch uh, Thierry Henry's clip after the game, um, paraphrasing, but he said. It, there's no question of right or wrong. Mikel Arteta is the coach. Mikel Arteta knows what's best for this team. He thinks that Raya is the team, the keeper to. If he thinks that Raya is the keeper to get him uh, to win the league, then he will play Raya, and that's the right choice. I uh, I was just about to pull up the same exact thing. Um, the thing that stood out to me is Burn Leno went through the same thing when Ramsdale arrived. Arteta wanted a goalkeeper that could get him into the top four. I think he sees Ray as the guy that can get him to win the title, and that's why he plays him. I just couldn't agree more, and I think that's so well put. 100%. The GOAT, our king, Thierry Henry. Yes, sir. All right, keep on uh, going. From the- yeah, from there, we got... Uh- Liverpool hosting West Ham, uh, which I think is going to be a dogfight. Um, I think Liverpool probably win. They've been in great form. Um, but West Ham are like, we're going there to win. And, you know, they've looked great all season aside from being ragdolled by City. What, you know, aside from Arsenal and Liverpool and maybe Brighton, um, who wouldn't be? So, uh West Ham definitely are walking into that stadium thinking that they can win. Um, personally, don't think they will. Uh, I would be on Liverpool money line if I was betting that game, but 
I, I do think it's going to be a dogfight. So I'm interested to watch that one uh, after um, I get home from the Arsenal Tottenham game. I uh, I think that game is uh, goals, goals, goals. I can I agree. see I could see that one going big. Um, trying to trying to get a look at that right now, honestly. Um, while you move on to the next game, but just so I'm ready. Honestly, just a hell of a slate at nine um, on Sunday. It's kind of I know that's I can't believe we don't have a Monday night game. It stinks. It it stinks. Also tough beat for people who will be at church. Um, I support it. Uh, I understand. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. But boy, are you missing some good soccer? Um, I know. We got Brighton hosting Bournemouth. That's the games. It's Arsenal hosting Tottenham and North London Derby. Liverpool hosting West Ham in a great game. Chelsea hosting Villa and a probable upset and Brighton hosting Bournemouth. That's just a great slate, and uh, I'm sad we can't watch all of them. I know. Uh, they really screwed us on the schedule. I know it's Champions League, so they give a lot of Sunday games, but not a fan of the Premier League gods today, this weekend. So, um, all right, moving on to the last two. Uh, I only have one. Wait, you talked about Brighton Bournemouth? Well, I said, I mentioned Brighton Bournemouth. Uh, I think Brighton's going to win. Um, okay. Spoiler alert. They're going to be in my, my lads parlay on my side. Um, (laughs) I love that. I'm I'm high on Brighton right now. Um, it's a hot take, but I'm going to say it. Uh, I think it's Arsenal, City, Liverpool, and Brighton, and then it's everybody else. Honestly, I think that's the class of the league, um, and that's my current just over a month in pick for top four. I think it'll be Arsenal, City, Liverpool, Brighton. And uh, I just love the way they play. Uh, I love Deserby. Um, I love their team. I love Pascal Gross. Uh, I just think they have a lot of confidence. They have an awesome fan base. They're playing their minds out right now. And uh, I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. I agree with you. Um, I don't see it either. The only way I see Brighton taking a step back is if Spurs kind of hit that next level, which I don't think is happening this week because they're playing at the Emirates. But um, long term, definitely bullish on Brighton. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And then following that game, the only game at eleven thirty at prime time is uh, Sheffield hosting Newcastle. Gonna why be... do they keep giving? Why has Newcastle earned all these prime time games? I don't know, dude. It's like they have rich owners or something. Can't can't really be sure. Makes um, you think. Makes you think. <laughs> I. I'm actually going to be watching that game closely because, I don't know, are Newcastle on Fraud Watch? I was about to say, I think this is a double Fraud Watch. Yeah. I think this yeah. I think this game gives us a huge perspective. into. Who, I think this is a who's who game in the Prem. I think I'm like going to go back and reevaluate my preseason um, predictions after this game because I may have been low on the Blades and I may – have been low on Newcastle. So one of them I'm too low on. It's definitely going to uh, be a who's who's game. A who's who game. I think that's a good call. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I kind of like the spot for Sheffield, if I'm being honest. Ooh. That, I'm guessing that's going to be a tasty value, bud. I haven't checked. 
Um, but that being said, we can uh, we can head into the lads parlay unless you have any notes on on any of the games we mentioned. Um, no, I don't. I don't really have anything off the top of my head. Uh, I'm excited for this weekend. A lot of fun games. West Ham. I think for me to take, I I think West Ham are good, but. I need a little bit more than they showed against City last week for me to say, like, okay, this team is legit. Um, but James Ward-Prowse assists off corner. I'm just I'm just saying it right now. I see that coming. I, I can just see that coming. First half, Liverpool's asleep as they do. Cheeky corner kick. West Ham go up. I'll probably lie bet Liverpool, honestly, if that happens. But... He uh, had one today to Kudus, my boy. I love Kudus, and he had an unbelievable ball. Unbelievable ball. And Liverpool conceded again today to a worse team in the first half. They went down to a team that doesn't even have a logo on Google. So their first half, the other team's first half money line, something to monitor. Something to monitor. Totally agree. Um, all right, so let's move into Lads Parlay. Uh, okay. we are, we're both even now, right? We are. We're out of the woods. Harry Kane hooked me up. So this is um, a huge, huge weekend for us, betting-wise. Listen, Jake. This is where we change the this is where we change the narrative this weekend. Our gunners are gonna win and we're gonna profit off it. So you want me to go first? Go. It goes from it's so over to we're so back within thirty minutes and we are so back. Go ahead. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Um, so I, I went back to basics. The over one and a half parlays have been absolutely killing me. I'm having a knack for picking the worst (laughs) games for it. Um, and it's absolutely agonizing. So I just said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to do a money line parlay. So I did city money line and Arsenal money line. Uh, and believe it or not, that is minus one Oh eight, uh, on FanDuel Sportsbook. So give me some of that, please. Um, and then I have my Chelsea Villa, uh, Aston Villa, and over three and a half plus nine fifty. And then my last play, and I think Jake is going to have the same play: Wolves versus Luton. And Wolves are plus one twenty. So give me some of that. Give me all of that. Wolves, Wolves, Wolves. Our Wolverhampton Wanderers. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I think we're just going to go ahead and squad ride on that Luton fade. Um, let's just, let's just hit us. Let's just hit wolves plus plus one twenty. Take the value while they're giving it to you. Cause I don't know how much longer we're going to get it. Um, and you know what, if Luton get a W or a point out of that hand up, they earned it because boy, do they look bad. Um, it's a, it's at Kenilworth road, uh, their home stadium. Um, I hope there's, I hope there's laundry coming out the windows of the apartments, uh, that are along the side of that pitch because, um, I had a pun and it, it, I'm just cooking with nothing right now. So I'm just, I'm just going to keep on going. <laughs> it's late. Uh, Sorry to the I, listeners. Uh, no, but seriously, I, I don't, I don't know where that value is. It could be Vegas cheese, but honestly, I just don't think they know how to price, uh, Lewin and Wolves haven't been super inspiring lately either, but you got to take that value when it's there and we're going to squad right on Wolves. Um, my lads parlay. Uh, I was pretty jealous of Sam's pick, um, Arsenal City, uh, 
money line parlay. That Get just seems like me. a money maker. Get that seems like a money me. maker. No, we got no, to be a little me. inventive. Hop on. We got to be a little inventive. Add another one. Hop on, Jake. I'd love... I might. I'm. Listen, there's no I'm other like, guy I'd want to be. There's no other guy I would rather be in the trenches with than you. Go, come on, hop on. I Water's can. warm. You'll love it. We've been there. We've been there plenty of times. I'll probably invest in it. All right, a little bit. Let me just cook on my own. Let okay. me let me fly. Um, so I'm big on uh, big on home teams money line this weekend. So I have a tasty two leg parlay. Uh, Brentford money line um, over Everton, who have just been awful. And Brighton Moneyline over Bournemouth, who have also stunk. So if you put those two together, you get plus 142. And that's kind of the range I've been hanging out in. Uh, I just really like that value for two teams that I really think are going to win. So remains to be seen, but that's what I'll be riding. I like those too. I like those a lot. Um, and I think that's, I think that's all we have. Um, again, uh, misconduct tavern, Logan square, Philadelphia. what do you say? 1801 John F. Kennedy. Yes, sir. 1801 uh, John F. Kennedy kickoffs nine o'clock. Get there early. I know it's going to be crowded. hundred percent. Um, you can arrive, I think anywhere after eight. So pull up, uh, we'll be there. We'll be wearing some custom merch, not for sale yet, but stay tuned on that one. Oh my um, God. Cannot wait to get into and the merch will, business. And we will be raffling off a Champions League ball because we are fucking back. Unbelievable. Unbelievable where wait. Supermake Arteta has brought us. Um, I can't wait. From very from excited the international... for these games. Go for it. Go for it. I'm very um, excited for these games this weekend. Me too. From the international break trenches of two weeks ago to where we are now. I can't believe it. I know. Unbelievable. Um, anything else to monitor, Jake, going on, or are we good? I think we're good. No, I think, uh, I think that's all we got, honestly. We will see you at Misconduct this weekend. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much. Again, feedback always, uh, appreciated and, um, and we are active on, uh, Instagram now at the loyalist pod right uh so give us a follow on there at the loyalist pod on twitter and any feedback any and all feedback is appreciated positive negative anything you got to say uh we want to improve this product because we're trying to grow so uh please please reach out thank you to all the listeners the consistent listeners we appreciate you and uh we'll be back with the premier league review match week review and uh well i was gonna say champions league preview but that's not coming for another week after that unfortunately but we'll be back with another match week review on monday so stay tuned thank you all for listening and have a wonderful weekend come on you gunners here we go come on you gunners baby